subject to this, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm the Bad Badger. I'm Jenny. I'm the Blue Badger. I'm Michelle, and I'm the first Avenger. Michelle, what are you doing? Uh, it's Avengers Fever podcast, right? No. Right? No. Yes. Since when? Can I be Tony Stark instead? No. No. <laughs> you can't. Like, wait. Did, okay. you, did you not hear me just say? <laughs> okay. Okay. Attorney okay. I'm Michelle, and I'm the Proto Badger. Okay, anyway, I said this is an Ace Attorney fan cast. This is an Ace Avengers fan cast. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle has Avengers fever, everyone. Yeah. This is all she's been doing for the past two weeks, two and a half weeks. Shut up. She's got issues. Hold on a sec. So? Who's this Jenny person? Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, so last week we had Jesse. We've had Rachel before that. So, where do we keep finding these people? I don't even know. We're, we're too popular. <laughs> we're so fake popular. We're fake popular. But Jenny is our other friend slash roommate. And we're... You see me creeping around every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> we're forcing her to play all of the Ace Attorney games. And by forcing, I mean I tricked her into playing the first one and now she's addicted. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> by slightly, I mean quite a lot. Yeah. Yep. She's kind of burning through them now that school's out for the, for the summer. I don't know. How are you feeling about this, Jenny? Oh, goodness. Uh, nearly burning through two after I started. Oh, goodness. When did I start? Maybe, like, a week ago. <laughs> Which I could do better, but I guess I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, Jenny has, like, real friends and real life things. But Michelle and I have a podcast, so <laughs> that's close enough, right? It's true. And Avengers. And, uh, and Michelle has Avengers. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so that's Jenny. We'll talk more about Jenny later. So, um, Yahoo. anyway, so last week we left you guys with a question, like we always do, and we asked, which job do you think Larry Butts would have next? Well, a lot of you guys didn't email us, so we're just going to have to talk a lot more. That's all. So first off, first, um, Serenity Frost, thank you for all for your comments as always, uh, mentioned that he should be Shilong Lang's new assistant, because... She does seem to not have a tough job. She just kind of carries schools around. Terrible idea. Terrible, terrible idea. terrible idea. Larry will just fucking drop them or burn them or something, and Lang's going to kill him. So So that's a terrible idea. Yeah, terrible idea. Lang, yeah, Lang would not trust Larry with that. Larry can't walk in a straight line, and you have to be able to walk in a straight line to give Lang <laughs> the scroll. Also, Larry probably can't snap, and that's very important to yeah. Lang. But anyway, he would, yeah, he would... Burn him or drop him, and then Link be like, "Where's my scroll? Where's my ancient scroll of ancient knowledge?" And he's gonna be like, "I don't have it. What are you talking about?" Yeah, fired. So nope, not that one. We also had another email um, from Rachel from the email. <laughs> email Rachel. Congratulations, email Rachel. <laughs> she she suggested Larry should be an ice cream test taster, because. Now, the explanation here was Larry can't fuck this up because all you do is you taste ice cream and you spit it out. And I thought of immediately a way you can fuck that up. Larry would just keep eating the ice cream. <laughs> keep eating it. <laughs> and then you get fired and also fat. So, um, also, I feel like, because I feel like part of that job is you're supposed to be like, oh, the ice cream is at a good temperature or the ice cream's like, it's got ice crystals in it so it's like not freezing right or something. Larry would be like, Eh, it's too cold. And he would go and fuck with dials and, like, fuck up the entire ice cream plant. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Jenny, what do you think Larry's gonna do next? I think one option for him is working at the circus, hanging out with Regina, and cleaning up after the animals. 
Oh, that would be hard to fuck up. It's like he might fuck it up. How could he fuck that up? He was like, let the fucking tiger out <laughs> into the wild. To kill people some more. Oh, is that what happened? I can't remember. I can't remember, I remember in a which... coma or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would cause people to be put in comas. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Larry. Because he's terrible. Probably sprinkle everything with pepper first. Oh, he would. <laughs> Larry would be like, hmm, you know what this, this, this salad needs? More pepper. Oh no, I dropped it. Oh no, it's over the floor. I didn't do it. Run away. Yeah. Larry's just really bad at things. My dream job for Larry is just to fucking work at Whole Foods. Like, because you can fuck up a cashier job and they'll just put you in the back. And then... fuck up the back room? Yeah, and he can fuck up the back room. Like, I don't think they'll fire him because how easy is it to get fired from Whole Foods if you have pretentious hair, you wear hipster shoes, and... Check. Check, check, and then you're semi-friendly. And he's semi-friendly... He could probably work with customers and fuck up the back room, and then, goddamn. And then someone will be murdered, and then he'll get fired. Oh, goddamn it! Why? Because this is he's a twenty. Why is someone always murdered around Larry? Because it's Larry. Yeah. I mean, we could say Larry can become a professional boyfriend, so he doesn't have to work at all. But that's a terrible idea too, because then everyone would just die. <laughs> like yeah. his first girlfriend, Cinderblock. I mean, Cindy Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't I feel like maybe, okay, so here, if you worked at Yanni Yogi's, no one would come. Yeah. There'd be nothing to fuck up but noodles that no one's going to eat. Yeah. The only person, the only thing that Miller would have to mildly deal with is Guy Dune from Apollo Justice <laughs> coming over to Yanni Yogi's noodle shop. And, and burning it. <laughs> and burning it. Fire <laughs> <laughs> good. So, I mean, like, they could have, like, noodle wars. And that would might be an interesting no, okay. spin-off. <gasps> GS5! <laughs> no, not in Noodle Wars. No, no. I'm going to explain to you why this would never work. Because you can't work for a place that has no money to pay you. I feel like Larry would do it anyway. Because you know what wasn't a job? An artist. <laughs> he was writing a children's book about Franzi. That wasn't going to get any money. And he lived in a shack with and wanted to eat potatoes he found in the ground. Oh, God. And emotionally uh, abused small children. Yes. So... So, so I guess maybe not Yanni Yogi's no. noodle shop, except it would keep him away from everyone because he's with a crazy man and a parrot. Yeah. Gal Dune might not come pick a beef with him unless Gal Dune becomes more crazy. I don't know. I think maybe he could, when Angel, Angel Star goes out and franchises her bento company, he could go work there, but he would fuck that up in 20 seconds and then she'd shoot him in the head. Immediately. He'd immediately hit on her. So he wouldn't even get the oh, job. God. It could work, though, because she has, what, like, ten boyfriends? Yeah, oh. but they have money. Because she has, she has sugar daddies, and Larry has sugar mamas, and they, that can't... This could be a match made no. in heaven. No. No. <laughs> well, Larry doesn't have 20 girlfriends at once. Larry goes through his girlfriends because they keep dumping him or getting murdered. Why does anyone touch Larry? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so wait, Larry's a romantic kind of gross. Anyway, so Larry Larry could be a florist. He would make the ugliest floral arrangements though. So he would actually, you know, wait, because then he would kill all the plants. Once he's hiding smells. It's always the plants. Well, unless he has Edgeworth take care of his flowers. So this is actually what it would be. <laughs> job and probably a house and a dog so he has so he has a garden that he has like a gardener take care of not larry he's rich he has a garden he has a garden he has an illegal immigrant gardener to take care of his garden yes but larry goes 
and steals the flowers at night. Oh, oh God. This is the precept for another murder case. There we go. GS5. GS5. Larry West, Ace Flower Stealer. <laughs> he goes and he got Edward's flowers at night, and that's how he gets all his flowers. And Edward is just, like, mildly pissed because he's never home because he's always busy and abroad. So his gardener, like, Jose Francisco... <laughs> I can see this being like a prissy Downton Abbey style episode where like the master is home <laughs> and Trump comes in and they're like, the flowers, the flowers are gone. <laughs> the master entrance, what has happened? And he's like, oh, and then doesn't deal with it for a long time. But it's like servant drama at the Edgeworth servant- Manor. It is. I mean, he doesn't care until someone dies in his like. His With lawn. His lawn. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say his like dumbwaiter thing on the wall because I imagine Edgeworth lives in an old Victorian house now. No, because people can only die near Edgeworth when something matches his clothing. So the dumbwaiter either has to be the same color as his clothing, or it's it like has to elevator. die somewhere else. No, because a dumbwaiter is like an elevator. <laughs> Which is only important when Edgeworth is in the elevator. He's not dead in the dumbwaiter. <laughs> also, no, but if Edgeworth's using the dumbwaiter. He's using the dumbwaiter and then an earthquake happens. <laughs> and then there's a dead person. GS5. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. Best, best case for Larry to steal all the flowers in, because he would do it and not tell you. And then he has to testify about the dead body because he was the only one around. Because he witnessed that Edward didn't kill it because he was outside stealing flowers <laughs> and he was like, hey, she's through the window <laughs> waving. And then Edward like, has a seizure and falls out. And there's this dead guy in the dumb window. Yep. Except he would fuck up that testimony too because he'd like, yeah, I saw Edward and I saw him standing next to the dead body and that's his whole testimony and he would have to be like, and? And he'd be like, and he didn't kill him. Oh, thanks, Larry. Can he be the new Nicolas Cage? Oh, gross. <laughs> Larry! Can Larry go from being the Steel Samurai to being Nicolas Cage? How does that work? Tell me. It's the future, so Nicolas Cage is dead. So they need to refill that, that terrible actor slot. I mean, I guess Nicolas Cage is one look. Larry could probably master that. National Treasure 5. I actually like that movie. Yeah, I know. One. Starring Larry Butts. Oh, God. <laughs> Japan and Fortnite Treasure 5. <laughs> <laughs> Larry could do his own stunts, I guess that would save them money. Because I don't know if Nicolas Cage has some stunts, but if Larry did Steel Samurai, he was okay on stage, I think. Because he did all his own stunts. He impressed Edward, the fanboy. Yeah, so, so I mean... He... Okay, no, alternate. Okay, Larry grows, goes from his shitty goatee to a slightly larger shitty goatee and plays second bass in Quaver's band. Oh. Because, you know what doesn't matter, musically speaking? Second bass. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna hear it. He can't fuck that up. He can pretend to be a cop. Gross, gross. Imagine Larry on stage. He'd be, like, trying... be like 32 with that. He'd be point. like 32 making bedroom eyes at like teenagers. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah, what a... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, never mind. Strike that one. <laughs> I could say he could be a roadie, but he would fuck all of that shit yeah, up. Yeah, he'd just drop all of the drums and stuff and then find another dead body in Clavier's <laughs> fucking guitar case or some what, shit. Because this is Jesse's <laughs> version of Clavier World Tour, Ace World Tour. Oh yeah, Clavier Gavin, Ace Psychological Problems. Yeah, so that's great. He can drop the lights on Clavier and Clavier can be pinned under the, like, under the lights. <laughs> And then there's a dead body. Yeah, that's the only way this will work, because Clavier goes on tour and people keep dying whatever city he's in, so he has to have Larry with him, because Larry causes people to die by proximity. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. 
Larry, <laughs> why can't you just do anything right? Oh, he doesn't. Because when he's like, I'm going to give up from the world and not do things wrong, he does things wrong. Yeah, he then continues to do things wrong. Larry. The only thing he did that was right was calling Edgeworth at 2 in the morning to get a private jet out. That's what he did. Yep, that's true. Congratulations, Larry. Your life wasn't complete waste about nothing. You have a cell phone. <laughs> he has a cell phone for all of the models to call yeah, him on. And then have them delete his number and block it. Yeah. Okay, what's our consensus? Our consensus, Larry, besides dying, go be Nicolas Cage, I think. Is okay. Consensus. consensus. Okay, Larry's next part-time job is Nicolas Cage. Because you know who fucks things up all the time and people, like, eat it like it's nothing? Like, actors. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Larry one became famous. He could fuck shit up and people would have a good laugh at least. Yeah. Hopefully people won't die anymore. Yeah. I doubt it. All right, well, we're going to take a break and... Um, Probably file some restraining orders just in case Larry wants to become a band member, second base. So we're going to take care of that right now. <laughs> and we're back. I'm Stephanie. I'm your bad badger worth $10. I'm Jenny. I am the true blue original blue badger. I'm Michelle. I'm going to stab you in the back, proto badger. All right. So we mentioned briefly before that Jenny is only on the second game, which is why we, of course, kept talking about Apollo Justice Investigation. So she had no idea what we were talking about. But we want to get in on what Jenny has seen because we've we obviously can't divorce ourselves from the the later half of the game series. But since yeah. Jenny's not there yet, you can tell because I talk about Apollo Justice like it's my job. Like, that's all I ever fucking talk about, ever. So, which is weird, because I like all of them. Yeah. I like all of them equally, like they are my children. But I only talk about Apollo Justice. That's okay, that's like my dad, his four children, and his boat. He talks about his boat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, alright, so Jenny. Where are you? Where are you, Jenny? Where are you? I am in what I believe to be the last case of the second game. I am at the trial point where they're just... Maya has escaped the clutches of her kidnapper, and so far I have to make it through this trial in one day, I think. Alright, so, how are you feeling about that case? <laughs> oh, well, uh, no, 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 no. That's one of the most intense cases, like, emotionally. That, that game, I, I think that case I kind of, like, tried to plow through because I was so, I was so scared of the outcome. <laughs> Even though I knew there was a third game at that point, because I played it a lot later, later, but I don't know, Jenny, how are you feeling about it? Of course, Phoenix is going to come out and, I don't know, kick butt. Of course, in always good vibes that Edgeworth is back, but bad vibes that he's your prosecutor. But he's had his little hissy fit bullshit temper tantrum disappear for six months to a year. I don't know how long it was, but so he's different now. Have you noticed that he's different now? Not quite yet. No, <laughs> he just seems just... slightly more, uh, I'm not sure what. Because <laughs> this starts, I mean, he's, he's kind of starts uh, fucking handing you, handing you trial information uh... on a silver platter in the middle of court. Like, he'll just be, like, like throwing evidence at you, and mm -hmm. it doesn't help because you're still like, I don't know what to do with this information, Edgeworth. I know you're trying to help me, but I can't. If they had iPhones, it'd be, like, iPhone conversations, like, <laughs> what does this mean? Would you just figure it out? The judge is looking at you. <laughs> Stop texting in court. I don't know. Edgy does help you a lot, though, in the end of the first game, especially on the trial. 
with Gant, it seems like both of you oh, are yeah. totally attacking him at the same time. He's a lot more like that that case in this case. Um, you said the end of one, and I was like, you mean when he's fucking confessing to murder? Because that was unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> the other case at the end of yeah. one. Oh, I have so bad I guess dreams, the bonus therefore case, really. I kill the guy. Yeah. But the bonus case, yeah, he's a lot more like the end of two. Okay, so let's let's go let's pull back from that case. What are your overall impressions of what's happening in the Ace Attorney Japanifornia world? Well, asking me for an opinion on Ace Attorney is like asking me an opinion about awesome itself. <laughs> and this is how we convert them one by one. <laughs> because I don't have more than one copy of each game. <laughs> Otherwise we'd convert more people. Well, every time you buy a copy of Apollo Justice and you let someone play it. <laughs> maybe three times at this point because I got it and I loaded it to my friend Stacy. Hi Stacy. And <laughs> she lost it or it got stolen. So she got me another and then I loaned it to our friend Komal who we previously mentioned and she got it stolen along with all of her games and her DS. So In she, Canada. In Canada. Thanks a lot Canadian judge. Yeah. Judge's Canadian brother. Why did you let that happen? But so you haven't met Judge's Canadian brother. <laughs> He's in the third game. Is he as adorably seen as the judge can be? Yes. yes. Only he oh. says A occasionally. And a boot. And a boot, yes. But okay, so then she bought me a copy of Apollo Justice, which I loaned to Jesse, who was on last time, and I don't know where it is. I don't know, because my po I bought my own copy of Apollo Justice because Komal had still not replaced yours, and when we both moved in together, we have one copy of Apollo Justice, but we don't know whose it is. It's either yours or it's mine. And I think mine is missing. So Apollo Justice, <laughs> stop running away. Stop running away. <laughs> or everyone keeps running away with it because they love it so much. Yes. But the opinion I seem to have. <laughs> I hear you all talk about it. So what is your particular, like, favorite moments of this or characters or, like... Yeah, favorite characters. Um, quick, quick, faster, uh, quick! Uh, well, I find the Von Karma was particularly frightening. <laughs> Alright, go with that. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> We've mentioned my particular fear of the Von Karmas, except it's not nearly as much as my fears of Gant, but go ahead about oh. the Karmas. Gant seems, well, a bit of a total turd at times, but <laughs> I, I feel like you could have lunch with him and enjoy it. See? Like, no. Gant is tolerable compared to Manfred. <laughs> I'm staring at you. They can't see it, but I'm staring at you. Yeah. Shaking my head no. Yeah, well, you're wrong. So, <laughs> there's just something about Manfred von Karma, that man. He's just... I'm getting all giggly thinking about him, because I do not want to meet that man. <laughs> Bad giggly. <laughs> what about Francisca? How do you feel about her? <laughs> <laughs> she put a tracking device on poor Detective Gumshoe. Yes. Keep that in mind. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> Remember that for the end of the case that you're on right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she hits Gumshoe yeah, all the whip. time. Poor Gumshoe. He's so adorable. The prosecution has no objection to the whip. She hasn't hit that part either. It's the defense. The defense has no objection to the whip. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Spoilers. Not that you care. You've heard so many spoilers for this series just <laughs> living with us. I hear there's two right, two possible endings to the case that oh, I'm yeah. on. <laughs> the right ending and the wrong ending. The pressure's on. <laughs> the right ending is very clear. Yeah, it's clear. Don't. Edgeworth, do Edgeworth and Phoenix run off together to <laughs> Costa Rica? Now, why do you say that, Jenny? Why Costa Rica? 
don't know. First, explain why you say that. Then tell me why Costa Rica. I feel like the best place for Edward to run off to is Costa Rica. <laughs> I mean, it's so obscure. You would not picture him, especially coming from a place like Germany, just to be off in Costa Rica. I mean, you wouldn't find him there. I can't picture him in anything less than five layers of clothing. That's what I was about to say. I can only picture him in his suit in Costa Rica, but I remember there's that fan art of him in his swimsuit. No, that's not fan art. That's official. Official art. art. I'm sorry. There's official. Art. He keeps his jacket on, but has he's a pair got, of swim trunks. <laughs> he's got a pair of swim trunks on, but it's it's like a short sleeve um collared shirt of the correct shade of maroonish red, pink, whatever he wears. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're and right. it's, but it's open, and you get to see all of his abs, which is unsettling oh for my. me slightly. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like there's no way I can conceive Edgeworth without abs, but I can't imagine Edgeworth working out. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly they're natural. <laughs> He was born with it. Or maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, so you said Edgeworth is going to run off to Costa Rica with Phoenix. Yes. Why? <laughs> Phoenix is so torn when Edgeworth's gone. This entire game, he's been moping, like, don't mention his name around me. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Is Phoenix just suddenly being like, don't talk about him. Don't talk about him around me. And then him in ita- italics. Oh, and now I'm seeing this picture. Oh, now we pulled up the picture of Edgeworth <laughs> with his abs. Is it Larry serving Francesca? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, oh, I guess this is official art of Larry becomes a um, a cruise ship worker and becomes a really gay-looking sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Officially. Yeah, but so there's there's Edgeworth in less than five layers of clothing. But that's official art. That's official art, that's right. So, that's official. so back to Phoenix being super, super torn up about... Him leaving. <laughs> Italics him, which is the only way they refer to Phoenix in, in Edgeworth's game. They don't oh. actually say Phoenix. They just say, like, Edgeworth is him. like, I've been spending too much time with him. <laughs> He's rubbing off on me. You know, things like that. <laughs> say it like that in your heads. It makes everything a lot better. <laughs> now, I have, I have to, now, this relationship that Phoenix and Edgeworth have, I have to say that my friend Ryan Wellington... He, he says it's the most hardcore bromance, and it is awesome, and that you cannot cheapen that with any other sort of shipping. <laughs> I think he's wrong. I'm sorry, Mr. Wellington. No relation to Wellington in-game. But <laughs> that there's a line between awesome bromance and what Phoenix and Edgeworth have. And so fucking gay. So beautiful. <laughs> they, they have such a cute backstory as kids. I mean, Phoenix wanted to be a defense attorney because of that beautiful thing where Larry stole Edward's money, and yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there was only one boy who would stand up for me. <laughs> that was Edward. Yeah, brought a little tear to my eye. <laughs> thanks again, Larry, for fucking things up. Yeah, thanks, Larry, <laughs> fucking everything up. And then, how many how many friends would private jet over to you at four in the morning? To make sure that you were okay from your cold. Yeah, you haven't played that yet. Two is a little hazy in my mind just because A, it's been so long since I've played two, and B, it's been so long since I've played two. <laughs> so what else What else is about their beautiful relationship that, that makes you just bring tears to your eyes and giggle? Uh, I don't know, but I think it's the way that Edgeworth kind of hides his being alive but gone thing from Phoenix because Gumshoe knows. A lot. It's revealed, I think, at the end of the circus case that... Oh, yeah, because he's just he's... fucking calling Edgeworth, like, yeah. in the airport. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also, like, because he's been watching Edgeworth's dog, I believe, like, this whole time. They never <laughs> mentioned that in-game, but that's why. He just knows. Also, I feel like 
Edgeworth was too worried about Gumshoe to not tell Gumshoe. But good on you, Gumshoe. You kept a secret. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Maybe it was the wrong secret to keep, but good on you for keeping it. Yeah. Yeah. They never really address how fucking scarring that must have been for Phoenix, though. Like, because it's like, you did all this and you helped Edgeworth out, and then suddenly it's like, whoops, suicide note. What? <laughs> of course he never wants his name to be said again, because how much fucking failure can you take? Like, like you tried so hard to reconnect with your friend from childhood, and and you thought you did, and then he goes and killed himself. And then he just fucking shows up, and he's like, what up, Phoenix? And Phoenix is like, fuck you! I don't <laughs> want to talk to you! you I don't want you to talk to me! I don't want to see you ever again, because you just killed yourself and never told me. And he's like, no, no, no. Prosecutor Miles Edgeworth chooses death, and Phoenix is like, I hate you so much. And then he just stays and continues to talk to him, so he doesn't hate him that much. <laughs> maybe Edgeworth felt bad about pulling out, oh, hey, I'm dead, so that's maybe that's why he's giving Phoenix all this evidence all of a sudden. Nah. Why, why the fuck would he feel bad? Because he doesn't apologize for it. He's just like, yeah. Because it's Edgeworth. He wouldn't apologize for something. Yeah, he would. Because the prosecution, he's been raised as a von karma. And from their point of view is that they're always right. They're always going to win. He gets over that, though. (laughs) Edgeworth gets over that. Because he's an Edgeworth. (laughs) How much is that Edgeworth? (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're terrible. What did you do that for? What would Gregory say? Gregory would say I'm sorry if he faked his own suicide. <laughs> Gregory and unnamed Edgeworth mom would say sorry. <laughs> oh, have you seen the slew on Tumblr of just beautiful pictures of Gregory and Edgeworth mama? Yeah. Yeah. There's oh. been a slew of beautiful pictures, and no one knows what she looks like. I we have to say, what does she look no like? No idea. Like, they just don't... We don't even know what happened to her. Like, we don't know when she died. We assume she's dead, right? We, we don't assume. know... Well, who, what she looks like when she died, or anything. But people keep drawing fan art, and it's all beautiful. It's like, just cute little pictures of Edgeworth marrying some beautiful woman. And of, it's, of Daddyworth. Of Daddyworth. 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 Gregory. Gregory Daddyworth. And it's just, it's heartbreaking, because you know they're both not around anymore, and they're going to have a, I was going to say beautiful child, but... <laughs> but Edgeworth. But Edgeworth. <laughs> they're going to have, they have Miles. A, they have Miles. Oh, his edge is worth miles and miles. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, any other things, Jenny? Before Michelle punches me in the face. Oh, don't make any more Edgeworth puns. <laughs> Only thing I can think of is the topic about the face, which you are going to talk about later, which Pearl is so adorable. And then also, I guess, how the judge grows adorably senile. <laughs> The judge. We've mentioned this, I think, on our first episode. Judge is just annoying, Lisa. It's not endearing. It's only endearing because we made awkward headcanon background. That's just endearing. Because, it's, yeah, I, I don't find it endearing. I find it really fucking annoying. What? What? We're under attack? Bela fetched my steed? Okay, that was funny. No, he has some moments where he's funny. But most of the time, it's like, I'm trying to fucking lawyer here. Please get out of my way, senile judge. Like that nail polish thing. There's this thing that happens in Apollo Justice where nail polish is involved. And the judge is like, what are you talking about? And and Apollo's like, it, like nail polish. Like, like nail polish. (laughs) And the judge is like, what? He's like, you... Girls painted on their nails, so their nails change color. And the judge is like, I thought my wife's nails were naturally that color. And it's like, that interlude, well, Jenny thinks it's funny, 
It's like, like 30 seconds I could have been using to fucking do testimony, okay? Now, I think it's endearing because if you go back and play the first case, you were like, wow, the judge is so wise. Yeah, the judge is really um, smart. He just started off like rather competent in there. And I think that the Ease Attorney series does a really good job because when you play the Mia flashback case in 3, which you haven't played yet, he's smart again. Like, they, they, they're consistent with it. Well, yeah, because he, like, he, it's like, he gradually declines during 1, 2, and 3. And then he just shoots down for Apollo. Like, because Apollo's seven years later, so he just lost all, like, attempt at being anything coherent, because that's when he's all, like, fucking nail polished. What? How does it work? What are you talking about? Yeah. So he lost all of it. So, Japanifornia, I don't know what you do to decide who stays your judge, but... They might be instated for life, because it's Japanifornia. They're probably instated for life because it's Japanifornia, but they only clearly have two. No, they have the chick judge. Oh, that's right. From that game we're not allowed to spoil, Edgeworth 2. Edgeworth 2. <laughs> Miles <laughs> Edgeworth, Ace, Ace Investigator. <laughs> Ace Attorney Investigations 2. They have this chick they judge. They have a chick judge that we don't know if she's an antagonist or not. Yeah. She looks kind of like... Her gavel, like the stick on her gavel, is like a mi- like a yardstick length. Yeah. So, yikes. I, I, she pretty much delivers justice really hard, but... but <laughs> no, be careful what you say about justice, because and Apollo's sticks. last name is Justice. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. <laughs> you be careful what you say. Anyway, so we have that female judge we know nothing about. We have the judge, and judge's Canadian brother. Who you have you haven't met yet. So I think there's only one courthouse in Japanifornia. <laughs> First off. Maybe two because Canadian well, Canadian brother is not from around here, I feel, if he's Canadian. Yeah. So I guess you can just cross country and become a judge wherever. Like you can cross I country. I tried to request him. Oh that's right. Yep, so he had to fly him in on his private jet. <laughs> yes. And he's just as senile as his brother, but we assume slightly younger because his beard hair combo is blonde blondish. Blondish not gray. instead of grey. Mm-hmm. But I find it endearing, and it's unfortunate that you don't. I only find it endearing and funny, like, half the time. And then half the time I find it really annoying. I really enjoy the parts where Phoenix, when you, like, when you mess up, and Phoenix is like, oh, man, I'm, like, he's staring at me as if there's something between my teeth. And then, or, like, bet- like something about, like, staring at him, like, if there's something on his face. And then the judge says, oh, is there something on my face? <laughs> so situations like that, I just find See, it... See, that I think is funny. But, like, the times when he's just fucking... It's senile. It doesn't help at all. Do you just want a new judge because you want a new character? No, well, I also am upset because he picks on the defense. <laughs> Everyone picks on the defense, mm. but, like, if Edgeworth fucks up eight times, like, there's a situation where you, where Phoenix you says, like, I, like, he's, he objects, and then he's like, I was hoping to think of something before I finished objecting, and I didn't. And the judge is like, I feel you, and you get a strike. And if Edgeworth does it, it's like, oh. Only when Edward is a defense attorney does he get a strike. All of the judges pick on the defense, and that makes me sad. Like, if he was senile and picked on everyone equally and or was just senile, I would be fine. But he's senile and fucking favors the prosecution. Which is true in the sense that Phoenix forges evidence, gets forged evidence, and gets discarded. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, but you know he's a hobo. You know so he's yeah. a hobo. Fourth one. For one piece of evidence... You know who presented a lot of forged evidence in Fucking his life? So much forged evidence. Sorry, the entire Von Karma clan. Okay, yep. <laughs> the entire like, like this Ramsey, like, Manfred, Franzi presumably 
like presents for its evidence. If Edgeworth does, then Franzi does. We I I don't know. We just we never find out for sure, but I know Edgeworth does get caught with it. And he gets in Did he get caught? I feel like did he? Have you had a case where that happened to you? Happened to him? I know in the bonus case the first game he they're kinda like Edgeworth he used forged evidence, but really it was uh, Lana Sky who placed she, it. And... She forged it, but he used it, like, knowing it was forged. Did he know it was forged? He didn't, but neither did Phoenix, and guess who got disparted? Yeah, so no, but Edgeworth, I think Edgeworth knew, because he was not above that at that point, before his character development. He was not above using forged evidence. Yeah, so guess who used so much forged evidence, gets caught with it, and doesn't get in trouble at all, the it's... prosecution. And you know who uses it once and didn't know and gets disbarred? Fucking Phoenix, that's who. <laughs> Anything else, Jenny? Anything else about the lovely games? Well, all the characters are memorable in one way or another. Um, <laughs> I don't know. As I've played, I've grown particularly fond of Meekins. <laughs> How? <laughs> How? <laughs> no, I don't hate Meekins, but I don't love him. Wait, okay, so you know, you know it's like sometimes when people are playing or like, Oh, like okay, well that was that was fun because you kind of were a little useless, but yeah, whatever. And then like you see him again in investigation, so they're like, oh, it's Meekins. My response was, fuck, it's Meekins. <laughs> Shit, it's me. Oh, damn, it's Meekins. I feel like he's another character, kind of like Larry, but but except for he's slightly more adorable and lovable. Yeah, that's how I feel. And like, a lot more Japanifornia. Less useless too, because Larry causes actively causes problems for you, and Meekin is just Meekins is just there and super unhelpful. Yeah, and screams a lot. Well, what else is new? Everyone is unhelpful. We <laughs> talked about that last time. That's Fucking true. Fucking everyone is unhelpful. Gumshoe was adorable, but well, at times quite helpful. <laughs> Sometimes Gumshoe is helpful. That's true. We when he's about not your assistant. True. When he's not your assistant, he's helpful. Like, but I mean, like, Larry's useless, Lada's useless, Meekins is useless, Will Powers is useless, Old Bag is useless. I am really endeared to Will Powers. I like Will, too. Mostly because he's this big softy. <laughs> and I'm sad that people are afraid of his face, and so he has to be the Steel Samurai so no one can see his face. <laughs> I wonder what he does at with his life after Steel Samurai. He does do the bunny workout show. <laughs> oh. Uh, I forgot about for that. For the children. <laughs> oh. Will... I feel so bad for him. I want him to do something really good with his life. Because he deserves it. I feel he deserves it. But Meekins, Meekins can stay as a low-ranking security officer with his arm in a sling that he keeps choking himself with. You dummy. Please take away his megaphone. For the love of everything good. They need to recruit more police people in Japanifornia because they keep... Firing or demoting all of the ones that they that are have. <laughs> and then, like, Megan's is incompetent. Gumshoe keeps getting demoted. Maggie got fired. Off. Maggie got fired. Angel got fired. Jake is de- demoted, demoted to security or Neil something. Neil is dead. Neil was a prosecutor. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Japanifornia needs a new ad. It needs some more cops. They need to, like, put out a cop ad. blue badger. Uh, the blue badger is, is a wiggling piece of plywood. <laughs> that wiggling blue thing. That wiggling blue thing. What is it? Oh, God. <laughs> that the police chief is very endeared to. The police chief is hilarious. I love him. <laughs> Not Gamp, because this is no, the one from... The one that's 
behind the desk? Oh, or... yeah. The one who's okay. in the office who sits behind yeah. the desk. Who's unnamed, but I love nonetheless. And you don't even see his face ever? He even provides you with evidence. He even gives you evidence. <laughs> yeah. You're a baller, dude. Oh, let's add. Hold on. Bad got fucked over. He's gone, too. Oh, bad. So, <laughs> sorry. Once again, police officer gone. So, chief of police, stop marketing the Blue Badger and creating amusement parks. <laughs> and instead, maybe start hiring people. And wait, who created? It was Gumshoe that created the Blue Badger yeah. originally, right? So no, it, the the he created the plywood thing. He he made the plywood thing, but, okay, the, but... the police detective was the one who um the chief the chief the chief yeah thank you the chief was the one who doodled it and then made it a thing and then made Gumshoe make the plywood thing. Oh, I'm okay. scary. To say, I'd be really impressed if Gumshoe made this cute mascot. But <laughs> why is he rich, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see, like, Von Karma stealing all his funds or something, though. Finding some way to <laughs> keep him from it. Fucking Von We're gonna... Thank you, Jenny, for all your beautiful input. We're gonna check in with Jenny later, because she's got the DS in front of her ready to play some more. So, we'll be right back. I'm Jenny. I'm that wiggling blue thing, the blue badger. I'm Michelle. I'm the ugliest shit proto badger. Yes, you are. <laughs> um. So anyway, we mentioned. Well, Jenny mentioned that we were going to talk about Pearl. Just more in general, we were going to talk about the Fake Clan. But Jenny wants to start off with Pearl. Before we even really get to meet her, she just appears and she doesn't even do anything, and she's so adorable. I mean. <laughs> I feel like a creeper for thinking how adorable she is. Well, as long as you don't plan on, like, putting her in a sack and carrying her, and then, like, carrying her away to your apartment flat and then locking her away in a closet just so you can only look at her, you're fine. God damn. I just happen? pretty much described a future Ace Attorney case. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Or, as long as you don't decide to have a shack in the mountains and feed her only potatoes, raw potatoes, which is an actual Ace Attorney case. <laughs> I love Pearl, she's adorable, but she's so fucking, like, if you think too hard about her, like, story, it's so fucked up. It's really quite sad. Because her mom murders people in her name, and then Phoenix doesn't give a shit about her. Like, he does, he does give a shit about her, but Phoenix is, during his lawyer days, he's the worst father ever, because he's got Maya and Pearl, and then, like, they just fucking lose Pearl, like... All of the time. They just walk away without Pearl, and they're like, where's Pearl? Oh, she'll catch up. Oh, because she will catch up, because she can run cross-country yeah, and wouldn't say Oh, just my gosh. let her run yes. cross-country. Why do they just let her do that? Because look who her mother... Actually, why would her mother let her get away with that? Well, was she in jail at that point? Her mom's in jail oh, after... she was escorted away, yeah. Yeah, after you meet her, her mom's in jail, probably for the Japanifornia death penalty. So, not only... Your mom kills people in your name, then she gets more, like murdered in jail because she's hanged for her crimes and then you're parentless you live in your fucking town with all of your insane relatives and like don't go to school and you fucking run cross country to see your lawyer friend and your cousin who don't pay attention to you or your whereabouts and don't feed you well she went to the banquet and 
the end of the second game. It's like the first food she'd had in months. And then she doesn't eat again until gravy in the third game. That's right. The gravy. And she doesn't even eat the gravy. She throws it at the wall. Because it's fucking gravy. Who just eats gravy? Some child who hasn't eaten in months. She eats raw potatoes and throws gravy at wall. Well, she had food before she had the gravy. She she? The, yeah, because they ate dinner, and then, oh, like, right. she's like, can I have gravy to go? Yeah, okay. That's the first food she had. Because <laughs> whenever it's talk of burgers, Pearl's not there. Oh, yeah, that's she's always true. Maya. Maybe Maya's smart enough and responsible enough to bring food back for her? No, she's not. Because she doesn't have any parents anymore. Like, who's feeding her? Well, okay, wait. Now, we know Maya is, like... A spunky 15, 16 year old girl. No, nah, she's 18. She used to be 18. 18. In the she's 17 game. the first game. Oh, okay. So Maya's a, a spunky teenage girl, but her mom's been quote unquote dead for a while yeah. or missing for a long time. And her older sister, who got, who, murdered. who got murdered, but before that left to be a lawyer and wasn't around. Yeah, who's taking her? Who's Sarah taking her? care of Maya? So maybe Maya is responsible enough to remember to feed Pearl. Maybe. Every now maybe. and then. But at least. Who? They didn't murder Maya, because they talk about the entire, all the clans being really, like, hardcore about their bullshit Japanese-style lineage, and they want to, because, yeah. essentially, Maya is the next in line, and no one killed her. I'm really surprised that no one killed her, or well, Mia. Morgan was trying to go the not-murder route, which was just, like, let's fucking murder trip. someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's not murder the family, let's murder someone else so Pearl can become the next head. Well, because, no, let's murder somebody else so that Maya has to go to jail, to be hanged in jail. Remember? Oh, let's, right. let's let the government mm-hmm. kill him in Japan, California. And that way, like, the traumatized girl whose sister died was murdered last year, whose mom has gone missing. Let's just get her framed for murder again, so that she gets killed in jail, so that my daughter can be the head of the family. Yeah, that's wholesome. The good, caring family. Why didn't that happen, like, when Mia left? Because if Mia left, she renounced it, right? Mm-hmm. So Mia renounces it, however long it took her to get through law school, because it was seven years between Mia's second case and Phoenix's first case. We can't assume law school takes more than your average like minor degree. Years. No, but that's years. So Mia renounces it, leaves for years, because she, not only does she go through law school, which would be approximately four years in Japanifornia time, two mm-hmm. to four years in Japanifornia time, so two years, three years, let's say three years, three years, and then law firm, fail case, wait again for a year, then do your second case. There's still a couple years unaccounted for, I think. Probably. But, okay, so... Fucking renounce, leave town for approximately five years. Okay. Who, who is there protecting your sister from being murdered by all of your crazy relatives? I, I don't know because what I'm under the you impression- You would be ashamed. Ashamed of you, Mia. Well, here's the thing is that this is what Mia was doing. Afterwards, after like whatever the first case is, she's still talking to Maya because Ma- she- she says, hey, Maya, you want to hold this important evidence for me? Yeah. want to hold some important <laughs> evidence for me before okay. my big case? Hey, hey Maya, um, I only talk to you on the phone at least once a day because I can't possibly have time for more than that. At most, once a day. At least once a week, okay? Um, so I'm not protecting you from being killed by our insane family. Now, I want you to be on record, like, holding this important evidence for me so maybe you can be killed by the crazy sparkly mob of Japanifornia, okay? <laughs> Let's, how about we put your life in more fucking danger, okay? Oh, whoops, I died instead. Oh, whoops, I'm whoops. dead. Fucking dead. Yeah, so my appre- 
who's pretty much um, a dork. <laughs> who's the best just, dork? Who's, he's a lovable dork who oh who just became a lawyer and is a terrible dad. Ha, hang out with him. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Channel me all the time. Mia, what were you doing? What are you doing, Mia? What are you doing? God damn it. Mia, like, I love you, but did you just even think about that at all? Because you knew your aunt was crazy. I can't see you not knowing your aunt is insane. Because everyone knows your aunt is insane from the moment they well, talk to her. alternatively, why didn't she take Maya with her? Because how much training do you have to go through? Like, they don't sequester Pearl so that she can go through more training. And she's 10. So I think all your training is up. Your official, like, teach you how to spirit channel training. Pearl's a prodigy, though. But your official training is probably up when you're, like, 15. And then you have to do personal training, waterfall training, right? Right. To strengthen it. So, so Maya makes us think. Why didn't you take Maya with you? Like... Presumably Mia knew how to channel, so you can teach her and let her train if you still want her to be a part of the clan. But take her with you so you don't get murdered and she doesn't get murdered and everyone lives happily ever not after. Like, not murdered after, okay? If Phoenix could take her, why couldn't Mia? Yeah. Well, she visits Phoenix a lot and crashes on his couch, we assume, but, like, his office couch. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's what she was doing before. Because Mia came in the middle of the night to deliver the important evidence where Maya... Maya came. Maya came and then Mia got killed. But I feel like... That might have been the case a lot. So maybe she came down and visited a lot. That doesn't keep you from being dead. That doesn't keep you from being dead. I feel like Mia just really selfishly, like, well, wait. Mia went to go find their dead mom, which is the whole yeah, reason she Yeah, that worked out real well. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, she wasn't even trying. She went to law school. <laughs> she went to law school to find her dead mom to look into the case because her mom got disgraced because of a case. Yeah, and went into hiding because she was disgraced. Yeah. Maybe locate the mom first and hey, then get her, get her charged. Hey, Misty Faye, you're like the best mom in the world. Congratulations. <laughs> the only one better than you is your fucking sister. Your fucking crazy-ass sister, Morgan. No wonder there's no dudes in the village. Nah, that's a whole different can of worms. <laughs> there's no dudes in the village. And that doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense if Morgan Faye's around. <laughs> Do you think Morgan, like goes out and, like, wrangles them, and, like, <laughs> oh, like, God. hey, does this rag smell like Clorox? Oh, oh, you're, oh, I, I, I chloroformed you. Take them back to the village, make them reproduce, and let them run away. <laughs> God damn it. This is like Wicker Man. This is Wicker Man starring Larry Butts. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Spoilers, this is the plot of Wicker Man. <laughs> so, sure. It is. No, I'm serious. This is the plot of Wicker Man. <laughs> Morgan Faye goes out. Only they burn the dudes alive. Uh, well, they have an incinerator in the back. This is perfect. <laughs> they don't all go missing. They all get burned. <laughs> they all get burned alive. Except for um, Dahlia, Dahlia and Iris' mom got away. Wait, isn't Dahlia and Iris' mom Morgan Faye? Oh, no. Dad. Their dad got away. Okay. Yeah, that's Morgan's ex-husband and or ex-baby daddy. Spoiler, Pearl, and, Pearl has two older sisters. They're twins. And they're, one of them's evil. And one of them is... Is that one really good? Huge, but an accomplice. She's, she's uh, like okay. a coward. She's like a fucking coward and doesn't stand uh, okay. up for herself. But if your sister were as insane as your mom, <laughs> then you... So you know a little bit how evil Dahlia is, because she got it from her mom. <laughs> Murdered at least two people before age 20. That's how evil she is. <laughs> I wonder if there's, like, an afterworld where Manfred and Morgan are kind of just chilling with Gant, just talking that's, about how evil they all are. I think before they all get executed. That's what happens. Oh, <laughs> They're in jail. They're in jail. Yeah. 
They probably all hang out and sip tea together, talking about how... Yeah, it's a Gant got shanked in jail because <laughs> he essentially sent everyone there, so they all shanked him. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it'd be a good afterlife party because Kristoff could come too. The afterlife party would be fun. Because they could just keep killing each other over and over again. Oh <laughs> and isn't that the best the best solution to all of this? No. Just let them keep killing each other in no. the afterlife? No. Only if they can kill Sparks Brushel as well. <laughs> I don't hate Sparks as much as you do. I hate Sparks so much. I do hate him. He brushes his eyes, for God's sake. <laughs> for God's sake. I forgot Toothbrush, eyeball. Okay. <laughs> Which is why he has a very strong glasses prescription. Because he keeps scratching his retinas. I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> More than you hate Meekins, okay? Well, yes, yes. My level of hate for Meekins, I think, is less than Larry. But I don't enjoy Meekins. I hate... I hate a lot of other people more, I feel. That's a phase. I don't yeah, know. How do you think the men get away? The incinerator, of course. They just wait until everyone's channeling dead people. <laughs> Maybe they release them in the middle of the night. <laughs> they have raccoon traps. <laughs> they trap them and they go somewhere into the wild. <laughs> after, after they use them for their purposes. Oh, man. again. But, um... No, I don't think it's, like, feasible that all the men run away, so they must incinerate them. Well, here's, here's my thing, is that they're only, there's only the main branch in the, in the, in the school, the, in the current village. Like, we walk around that village looking for the one telephone pole, or the one telephone booth, because yeah. Phoenix doesn't have a cell phone for some reason. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He does, but it does have reception or something, yeah, shit so, like yeah. that. So we only have one phone, and we walk around, and, like, there's no one there to ask for directions, there's no one, like, walking in the background. So, I think Morgan's crazy, <laughs> and there's actually no, like, like, there might be other, there's other schools, but there's only them in this mainland. It's, it's Morgan, Pearl, and Maya, and that's why Maya keeps leaving, because she's bored, and there's no one else. So, he was, like, Fatal Frame or something. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there are some other people, because, like, I mean, you never see anyone, but they mention, like, class, like, channeling class or something. Oh, that's true, they do, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe they're just- There's like, only training outposts. There's not, like, another village. Korean village is the only one, and then there's, like, There's, like, like the tiny part. I don't know if they get it in the other games, but there is, like, the tiny village part where Phoenix is like, oh, there's, like, some shitty shacks down the road, but yeah. I don't have to go there. Like, yeah. I'll just like gotta stick around by the yeah. manor. So maybe there's, like, a man barrier that's out <laughs> <laughs> No, because Phoenix there. gets in and gets out alive. <laughs> yeah, but to go into the rest of the shady, oh. the shady shacks, because he doesn't want to go over there, maybe there's- like intrinsically know that he should is the only guy who's gone in and gone out and not Except had children and alive. Gumshoe. Oh. Gumshoe. Gumshoe. Okay, Gumshoe. Because like you and come in with that client and his name escapes me and then he dies. Gray Turner. Yeah, Turner Gray. Turner Gray. Sorry. Turner Gray like dies. So, well, yeah, because Phoenix and Gumshoe are the only ones who walked in and walked <laughs> out without having babies and lived until like the third game because then a bunch of other guys come. But that's hmm. So hmm. Phoenix. Hmm. Phoenix and Gumshoe. And maybe some other police people, but wasn't it just Gumshoe? I think. Well, there might have been other police people, but we we only spoke really to Gumshoe, which is always. Always. Yeah. So really, really, there's a secret that we don't know about. This is a new Silent Hill game. It's a new Silent Hill game. <laughs> That's what this should be. Also Wicker Man. Also Wicker Man. Alright, so current villages. The Wicker Man, starring, <laughs> starring the new Larry Butts as Nicolas Cage. The Nicolas Cage Larry Butts. The new Nicolas Cage Larry Butts as the Wicker Man in Corinne Village. No. <laughs>
Now, Nicolas Cage is not the Wicker Man. He's in a movie called The Wicker Man. And then he gets burned alive in a giant Wicker Man. Okay? So Nicolas Cage is the Wicker Man because I only live in a world where Nicolas Cage is being burned to death. Remember how I told you, remember how I told you what Burning Man is? Yeah. This is like that, except for cult women, and also no one's naked. Starring Larry Butts as and, the Wicker and Man. And Nicolas Cage is in the Wicker Man burning alive. So, just because he's because he's in the Wicker Man burning alive, that means he is the Wicker Man. Wow. <laughs> we need to go deeper. We need to go deeper. I think we'll be back. <laughs> I'm Stephanie, I'm the Bad Badger, and I'm wanted, dead or alive. I'm Jenny, I am the Blue Badger, and there is more to come. I'm Shaw, I'm the Projo Badger, Badgerkin! We're almost ready to leave you guys for this for this episode, but I want to do our usual thank yous. Thank you to um, 8BitBoy for our lovely exit songs, Always and Forever, because the only person who can sing with great perfection is Manfred Von Karma. It's true. It's true. Um, I also want to thank Dark Shadow Rage 2 for our theme music. Um, hey there, pal, the Detective Gumshoe remix that we got off of YouTube. Uh, so thank you guys so much for your use of your music. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate all the emails we always get for, from Serenity Frost, always. <laughs> Just you. No, and also Rachel from the email. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel from the email, if you want us to call you something different, please let us know. <laughs> we will oblige happily. Um. Our email is objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. We have a Tumblr that's objecttothis.tumblr.com. Um, you found us on Podomatic at objecttothis.podomatic.com or on iTunes. Um, you should rate and review us on iTunes because that lets iTunes know that we're awesome and that way other people can find us in iTunes. So definitely let rate and review us. And we read all of them. We love all of them. And it also lets iTunes know that we're awesome. So it puts us up on the big board so other people can find us. Yeah. Um, Tell so your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. I feel like you guys have been doing a real good job of that one. Yeah. We can see the numbers, and we really appreciate them. I don't actually understand how people are keep keep listening, but thank you. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you. We love you. Um, Jenny, what's our question for next week? So, besides Wicker Man, what movies could you replace the cast with Phoenix Wright people? Um, like, for example, uh, Larry Butts is the Wicker Man. <laughs> but you can't use Wicker Man because we did that already. <laughs> So, any other movie that you think would be perfectly casted with Ace Attorney characters? Also, you can't say the Ace Attorney movie, because, <laughs> because that's cheating. That's cheating. I wonder who will play Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, really? I was thinking Furio Tigre. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You haven't met him yet? <laughs> More shit that Jenny doesn't get. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Alright, so, in the meantime, my name is Stephanie. My name is Jenny. My name is Michelle. This was object to this, so why don't you object to that?